This is gonna sound really strange. I was wondering, are you experiencing any kind of temporal anomaly? Listen, we're stuck in a time loop. You, me, everybody, same days repeating over and over again. Like in Groundhog Day and Edge of Tomorrow. Except only me and this girl Margaret know about it, and you don't remember any of this because your brain keeps getting erased. Oh. Welcome to Hollywood and Vine. News, reviews, and occasional interviews about all the movies we're seeing. And a few that aren't, I'm Tim Beasley. And I'm Patrick. And tonight we're actually gonna be reviewing a movie called Paddington 2. Uh, That's the movie I watched this week. Well, hopefully you watched this other movie at least the week before. Jesus. And which movie would that be? The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. I watch that movie every day. I was going to say, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a time, it's a time travel movie, so if you need to, go back in time, then come back now. Did you watch it? Absolutely, I did. Just right now? Here I just watched it. I just I've seen it so many times, I know exactly what you're going to say next. Go ahead. Wizzle wuzzle. <laughs> and then, then you're, you're just going to edit that, edit that so switch. switched. Swaps, Swaps, huh? Okay, okay all right. All right, calm, calm down. down. See? Time loop. I hate you. I know you do. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep it going. <laughs> uh, it's a... I want to say it's a time, it's not a time travel movie, it's a time loop movie. Mm-hmm. It's also a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a com, but it's a romantic dramedy or whatever you want to call it. I actually really, they're doing so many like time loop movies right now. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm okay with it because I, I like those movies. Yeah. Groundhog's Day was one of my favorite movies growing up. It's a great movie. So you want to give me Groundhog's Day where they're fighting people? Cool. Groundhog's Day where it's two kids in high school? Cool. Groundhog's Day, where it's a drunk guy in Palm Springs? Cool. Well, I loved how they referenced the other movies in this movie. Talked about Groundhog Day, talked about Edge of Tomorrow. Yep, because they're like, it's set in the real world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, And they're very self-referential, which I like. I always love a good movie that, that quotes other movies or acknowledges they exist. And they're like, we're going to learn from the plot holes of that movie right. in our real life, but it's a movie. How did you find out about this movie? Amazon <laughs> oh, okay. just came like came up it was, recommendations or it just came up as one of the new ones. It came out on uh, early February mm. and it was just one of those ones that all of a sudden it popped up and it was uh, like a trailer like, Hey, this is coming out. Gotcha. Um, February 12th. And I, as soon as I saw it, uh, just, I mean, it played maybe 15 seconds. I was like, yep. Like I didn't even see the end of the trailer. Yeah. Just, Time loop movie with a cute blonde and some funny stuff and some like that pure Groundhog Day action of like, I'm, I'm now God because I know what's going to happen everywhere around me. I'm in. Well, it's kind of dog in it too. I mean, sort of. There's Hey, the dog is key to the plot. There, um, there is a dog. So it occurred to me when you gave me this list of like movies to choose from that you'd seen recently. And I, and I was like, I have not heard of any of these. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, oh, right. Side effect of not going to the theater is not seeing trailers. Yep. And, you know, I get my movie news from a very specific site that's more focused in on comic book stuff. So I, I'm, I keep thinking like, oh, I know all the stuff that's coming out. You know, Black Widow's coming out in May. And, and it's like, oh, wait, but I don't know about the rest of the stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a source for that. 
So, I, yeah, I was kind of blown away. You're like, oh, here's a list of stuff I've watched. Pick one. And I was like, what What are these what, films? What are these, <laughs> what are these old films? What thought well, we were going to be doing new releases. Well, yeah, actually. I thought some they must be old. And then also I thought, or they're just really, really bad. And Tim's trying to screw me over. No. And then I watched it. And I was like, I really, really liked this movie. As soon as it started, opening scene, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Right. We're not going to have a half an hour before the time loop starts. And then he's got to figure it out. You jump in and he, he, he's got to have done this thousands of times by, by this point. Yep. Because he doesn't just know everything on his route. You see him later in the movie when he goes to places that are not on his normal route and he knows what's going to happen there too. Cause he probably made that part of his day at some point for yep. God knows how long. Well, and that's one of the, the amazing things I love about these time loop movies is like, I don't know if I personally would be able to keep my sanity. Same here. Living in the same day. Same. Um, I think the the uh, from Groundhog's Day. I think someone calculated all the time that he's mm-hmm. that he spends from the moment the music starts in the morning when the clock strikes to when he dies, and then all the time where it shows him like doing something at night. So they calculate from when he would have gotten up to an estimated time of that, and and being very liberal with their time, like mm-hmm. being or I should say being very conservative with their time. And it's something like he lived an estimated like 30 years in that time loop. Then I think they asked the writer what they thought about that. Cause they, they yeah, they mm. factored it. What they, they factored in like, okay, he, like if he learned to master the piano, how long would that take? How long does that take? Yeah. And when they asked the, I think it was, they asked the, the writer, the original writer. And he was like, oh no, it's much longer than that. <laughs> Even then. Yeah. Let, let's like say his intent was this guy had been stuck there almost forever. forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for every gran- grain of salt on the beach mm-hmm. or whatever, right? A grain of sand on the beach. Yeah, it's because you got to think, and this is supposed to be, this, this particular movie is taking place in a very small town mm-hmm. by my most standards, right? And he knows like stuff on the outskirts. Like when she takes him to go, she's like, follow me. And she just, you know, gets him in the car and she drives off. And then they go out to the middle of nowhere where she sees the eagle come down and snatch mm-hmm. up the salmon or whatever, right? Right, right, right. There is nothing around there. Yeah. Like, There's no other reason for her to be there, except that she had nothing to do one day, had done it, which assumes you've done everything else there is to do. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you've picked this out as your place to go, and how many different times did she have to go there at, at different times of the day before that finally happened, or sit in that exact exactly. spot, or be looking up when it happened? Yeah. Blows your mind when you think about it, and and I'm with you. I, I as I was watching, it, I thought about how would I survive. Uh, I don't think I would. Like, because you start to think like, oh, I could finally watch all the movies. I could finally read all the books, and then what happens when you when you run out? You know. Yeah. Well, and that's the what also creeped me out, or not creeped me out. Actually, kind of creeped me out when you think about like how much time you'd mm-hmm. have to be in there to notice this, mm-hmm. like every morning when he wakes up, he's drawing a new map. Right. So it's an amazing thought to, to your point. Like how long would it take for you to learn the piano? How long, how long would it take your master painting or drawing mm-hmm. or whatever, sketching architecture type stuff? Cause he's got very precise drawings. It's like, dude, how quick, like when you wake up, how quickly are you sketching that at this point mm-hmm. that you, know the layout of your town and where each thing is going to happen throughout the day like that when i thought about how long they could have possibly been in there right and this is at its core 
it's a romantic movie, mm-hmm. right? It's all about them coming together in the end. And you know, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. But I don't know if you come out the other side, a normal person. Right. Right. Like there's another movie, um, which I think you should watch. If you like time loop movies, mm-hmm. Palm Springs. Okay. With Andy Samberg. Okay. And, uh, I'm Kristen Malati. I'm already in. So, it and it's a great movie and it's very similar where they just dive in, like it's not like oh I got to, oh no you know something happens it's just you don't know where you don't have a clue how long and you don't know anything what's going on no doubt no doubt but, no doubt no doubt but part of that like when they die they reset right and we don't see necessarily these kids die right which I thought was a good thing I don't necessarily want to see teenagers die yeah exactly but they have a big part of that like movie is like the many deaths. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you reinsert yourself into reality after? I mean, I thought this same thing with Bill Murray when Groundhog's Day is like, you've killed yourself how many times? Right. How do you then live a normal life after that? When the second day starts, how do you move forward? Honestly, I'd probably kill myself just like to end the, the fucking existence at that point. Like, then you wake up. I, I, <laughs> oh my. You know? You're stuck in a new loop. Yeah. Oh, you're not allowed to do that. Oh God, no. It's just crazy. This is this is why I like time loop movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you're talking about getting up and drawing that map every morning and finding the motivation to do it, knowing that anything you create today is gone. And I wasn't yep. thinking about it right away when when it was showing him doing his drawings and stuff. I didn't. It didn't really think of it until uh, he got her phone number and had to memorize it. Cause it's going to be gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no place you could write it down. It's, this isn't even memento. You can't tattoo it on yourself cause it'll be gone. <laughs> yep. So I was just like, Oh, cool. that's right. It's not just stuck in this day. It's you can't take anything with you. Yep. And every day he's got to wake up and reprogram that into his phone, then start the drawing. Then, exactly. It's like, Holy shit. And I think that's another thing. Like, thinking about it in terms of, Oh, okay. You get to do all this cool stuff every day because Ooh. the rest of the world is stuck. Well, everything is stuck not just the rest of the world it's not like things you bring home with you you'll have tomorrow like what if you get stuck on a day you have no money yeah <laughs> like it's the day before payday right like i started thinking in the terms of those things what if there's no groceries in your house you have to go get food every day the little little things just the tiniest things i was like oh right okay you you totally reset every day all you have is your memories so if you don't commit something to memory it's gone so in thinking about all those little, those tiny perfect things that they knew about, they they still not only had to have stumbled upon them, they still had to remember exactly where and when it was, which means yeah, there's been plenty of days where they probably went looking for that thing and was like, well, it's not at two o'clock. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know, I'll try tomorrow at, at 1.30 <laughs> or yeah, I'm going to spend the whole day sitting right here to see what time that thing happens. And then I have to remember what time that thing happens because I have no way of telling future me of how to come back. Well, and that's the, that's the crazy thing. And what I really love about this movie when it makes me like think about it after I love a movie that I leave and I go, Hmm, you know, like I keep Mm -hmm. thinking about it is that it's not like they're trying to find hot spots on a map and they're just like, when's it going to happen? It's little innocuous things that you would never notice. Yeah. Like the guy sitting down on a bench and then all of a sudden the, the wings. angel wing yeah. trailer just happens to stop perfectly behind him. So he looks like an angel. You have to have gone through the time loop so many times and gone past that location so many times. Mm-hmm. 
at around that specific time that you happen to glance it. That's fucking nuts, dude. Like it's one thing to, to walk by the store, the same store every day and you see like the janitor playing the piano. Right. Okay. Well, now I know that janitor is going to be here at two fifteen mm-hmm. playing the piano. Right. And maybe you don't stay for the whole thing. Right. Or you, right. whatever. Right. But to see a car driving by and somehow it makes wings or an Eagle swooping down. That's just crazy. Like that's crazy of the, but that's what I think the beauty of the movie is the map, the map of tiny, perfect things. There are these little one, two second clips of life that give it meaning. That and, and in a way you're, you, you have this whole town you can explore, but you're, you're never going to see anything new. So if it's Thursday and you were looking forward to that movie coming out tomorrow, you'll never see that movie. You only got what's going on. So you have to go looking for, Something like that. Sure. Like I said, you could read every book, you could watch every movie, but then what? You have to go out and discover things that you didn't even know existed, like a bird catching a fish or a guy playing a piano. And that's harder. It's one thing to say, all right, I know where this thing is. Like, I'll go to the library and look for some book I always wanted to read. I know where to go. I know where to find it. I'll read as much as I can. Tomorrow I'll get up and go to the library, grab it again, and figure out where I left off. <laughs> But to say, yeah. okay, I've done everything now. I've done everything I can do in this town. Because, I mean, that's the other thing. You can't go too far. You can only go one day's travel, and then you've got to start over. So it's kind of like, I'm going to do everything in this town, and when I run out, then what? Do you look, really got to watch Palm Springs? All right. You're, I'm, like, I wanna sp- I'm trying to not spoil so many pieces right there. You just brought up like four awesome scenes. I'm like, damn it. I can't say all anything. Right, all right. I'll put that on my list. Cause it's so good <laughs> to your point. You're, you're never going to see that movie that comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you happen to get on stuck in this loop on uh, to your point, like you, you've got $19 in your bank account right. and you can't even take out cash. Margaret is in the worst day exactly. of her life. Yeah. Her mother's dying of cancer and it's the last day that she lives. And somehow she's the one that started the loop, right? She didn't Mm -hmm. want to give up her mom. She didn't want to, she wanted more time with her. Somehow she created this loop and Mark, who you think is the, the lead of the show, Mm -hmm. right? You think he's the lead of the the movie. He's really a supporting actor in her story, right? which I thought was a great, not twist, but a great change to the pace, right? A great, a great momentum shift of like, Oh, everything starts to click into focus there of like why they're here Mm -hmm. and what's the purpose behind all these things. And I could not imagine being on that, like trying to go have fun on that day. Yeah. What would that be like? Like, yeah. Or falling in love on that day. Essentially. I love the point that she made where she was just like, no, we can't do this because the only reason you like me is because we're stuck in this together. <laughs> you know, we're the only two people. That's not a reason to have a relationship. And and then what happens if, if it doesn't go well and now you're stuck with this person, <laughs> you know? So yeah. in the beginning I was just watching him. It's like, man, that's, that's gotta be lonely because after a while people don't seem like people, they seem like mannequins, you know? Yeah. But then to find only one other person and you, Oh cool. I found somebody. Oh, but I found one person. Don't screw this up. Yeah. It reminded me of a movie we reviewed a long time ago. Do you know which one? It wasn't a time loop movie. Is it to, to that point of what your your last statement was? Yeah, not in, in a time loop 
kind of thing. Right, right. But just the idea of like the loneliness of, of being all by yourself and then having finding one person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Passengers. Hollywood and Vine, season one, episode two. I was trying to go back through my mind on what we reviewed. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's. And, I mean, it, it kind of started the same. It's, it was about, you know, he was by himself for the longest time, and then you get one other person <laughs> to share this world with. Yeah. But, you know, what I, what I really liked about this movie was the two stars, the two characters, are trying to solve it. Well, he really is. He's like, you know, the, what if we fly to fly over the international dayline? Trying, he's trying to figure out why, but they didn't feel the need to explain it to the audience. We don't, you don't need a reason because none of the reasons are going to make any sense to an audience, anyways. The, all that matters is it is happening. Oh, the reasons, the reasons why it actually happened. Why, why this is happening. You know, he tried yeah. to solve it, but in the end, they, I mean, they did solve it. They were able to move forward, but there was no like crappy explanation for the audience. Yeah. Of how it started and why he got sucked into it. Cause it doesn't matter. I mean, they, what they did tell you is that she caused it. But that was that was it. We don't need to get into the the science of how she caused it. Just that was kind of, if you want to call it, the twist was yeah. that of all the reasons he thought it could be, it wasn't any of them. It also wasn't him. Yeah. And like I said, he just kind of got he got trapped in there somehow. Doesn't matter. It was more about how are we going to resolve this. So it was cool. It was cool because if you're going to play around with something that doesn't make sense anyways, you don't have to explain it. Not at all. Because if you try if you try too hard, you're just like oh, really. <laughs> And you know this yeah, how. To, to me, it was it was just it was magic. Yeah, exactly. That's all it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need a. Well, I there was an experiment at the the mm-hmm. high school. It went awry. Okay. I don't need any of that shit. Yeah. What I would say is, I, I was curious when I when we do kind of find out. Oh, she's the reason. Mm-hmm. Did she start the loop, and he was in it from day one? Yeah, I wondered that. Or too. Or was she in the loop for years before that? And the, and the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, they, they probably, there's no probably no way for them to know how long they've been in it. You would lose track because you can't write oh, anything yeah. down. You can't, there's no way to keep track. I'm sure in the beginning, you're like, okay, I've experienced this day 10 times, 20 times, 30 times. When you get into the thousands, it's like, hmm, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? I'm never getting out. Who, yeah. who cares? Well, and that's the thing. When you first meet her on the screen, she's kind of pissy. She's mm-hmm. annoyed. She's kind of over it, you know? So it's like, I feel like, but he's still all super vibrant and trying out new lines on chicks. Yeah. That's one of the things that cracked me up is like, if you're, if you wake up in the morning, you're like, my sole goal today is to try out this new line. If that's, if that fails at like two o'clock in the afternoon, what do you do for the rest of the the 10 hours of the day? You're like, yeah, guess I'll play video games with my friends and mm-hmm. eat some dinner with my parents or whatever. Right. It's like, cause they never show them like kind of in their loop. They never show them kill yeah. themselves. Whereas other time travel movies, you know, Bill Murray did it or loop movies like shit. That didn't work. I'm gonna go jump off a bridge now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go reset the loop. I don't want to sit around for another eight hours. They also didn't spend time on them trying to explain to other people what was happening with them. Yeah. I'm sure the first few times he's, I forget his, his friend's name that was playing video games the whole time. You know, the first day Mark had to come back and is like, holy shit, I got to tell you what's going on. And the dude's just like, okay. And then the next day he's got to tell him again. And after a while, you're just like, there is no point trying to explain this because even if he believes me, he won't remember tomorrow. Yeah. So, <laughs> which I, he does at one point because he's trying to explain to him like how he kind of like lost the girl. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm in a time loop and you're in time loop and it doesn't matter. But that, that was more like out of frustration, but not like but, I need someone to believe me to help me. Yeah, it's just like, exactly. It's like subtly dropping, like we're all in a simulation, bro. Yeah. So let's yeah. just move on. 
Well, and that's the point. That's what I liked about it. His friends playing playing video games and like looking at him, and then it's kind of like, the "Hell are you talking about?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "Never mind." He's like, "Okay." And he just goes back to playing video games. So that would tell me to your point, like, how many times do you try to sit that friend down and explain it? Yeah. And he just doesn't give a shit, or he just can't comprehend it. It's like, oh my god, that must be infuriating. And his dad's off, you know, doing his own thing and working on his book and kind of in his own la la land. He probably doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only time he stopped his mom was the one time we see because it it seems so impactful to him. Yeah, yeah. Which that's a whole other thing to probably unpack there. <laughs> Their family dynamic is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But his sister seems to be like more mature than him, so I bet he tried to tell her a bit. Maybe, but she probably brushed him off as like a crazy older brother or something. Maybe I don't know. I just thought it was it, it hit on so many notes mm-hmm. for me. I, any movie that can make me think, laugh, and cry. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Yeah. And I did all those things. Yeah, I, I cried when I found out that there was a lost dog. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Chewbarka. Chewbarka. Not, can't, can't cry at the mom dying of cancer, but you cry at the, the lost dog that was eventually found and returned to his rightful place. The mom at least had the understanding of what was happening to her. The dog doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Where is people? They just the dog was on his own time loop adventure. That could be. What if the dog actually knew? Like he just happened he's to walk by keep... that one time because he's he's like, wait a minute, didn't I pee on you yesterday? <laughs> oh God! Maybe Mark was wrong. Maybe it wasn't her story. Maybe the dog was stuck in a it time loop, dog. and it was up to them to find the dog. And until it they was... did, and that's why she could never find him because he wasn't in the same place every time. Uh-huh. That does make sense. It was Chewbacca all along. That's hilarious. I'm going to write a letter to the to the writer of this film. And say, all right, here's my theory. Just poke holes in it. Here's my, here's my theory, theory about your movie. I, I will say I can't understand. It's got a Rotten Tomato score of 77%. And I just, yeah. that, that's too low. And a Metacritic of 61. Get the fuck out of here. I wonder in these days of like straight to streaming, if it's affecting scores in that before you had to at least be invested enough to want to go see a movie and pay the price that Mm -hmm. you probably, unless you were like us and went to see everything. But I mean, even then, like you probably were going to, most people that went to see it were going to like it. And now if it goes straight to streaming, what's going to affect those reviews are people that just clicked on it and it's just not for them. Sure. Like I, I've met, I know so many people that are just like, I can't, I hate science fiction movies. I'm like, that's really broad. So many things <laughs> fall under science that's fiction. You very hate broad. anything that is remotely, I mean, not even fantastical because it's science fiction. It's sometimes it's stuff that could happen, just not yet. So, but, but there are people like that out there that just hate an entire genre and could have yeah. looked at the name of the movie and had no idea what it was, started watching it and was like, this is dumb. I'm going to go give it a bad review. And I look at it this way. If I ever watch a movie that, that I feel like, well, this was not for me, I probably shouldn't rate it. Yeah, but you're a practical person. Oh, well, there's that. I feel like it should be rated by people that it was intended for. And then if it's terrible, they'll let other people that it was intended for know. You know? But yeah, sure. that, I guess I guess you're right. That, that's There's too much logic in that, in that statement. <laughs> you're, you're taking the, the rational approach to this shit. I feel like... I feel like when you're talking about aggregators and scores keepers and stuff, it's like 
I was I love this movie. I hate this movie. Yeah. Now let's see how many more love versus that's hates. It, we can that's get. just it. Like it's five stars and no stars. You know, you just you're just pushing people to go give it five stars so you can get you so you can get a C. Well, that's what that's what Amazon did, right? When they changed it from an actual rating system to a thumbs up, thumbs mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, I I used I actually used that rating system for something. Mm-hmm. I only gave fives to shit that I was like, I will watch this again and again and again. Right. I gave fours and below to stuff that I wanted to actually score. Right. Like I gave zeros to shit that I was like, don't ever show me anything like this ever so again. So five is I would watch this movie again and again and again, even if I wasn't in a time loop. Four is I would yep. watch this movie again and again and again in a time loop. Yep. Zero is I would never watch this again, even if I was in a time loop. <laughs> yep. Even if I had watched everything twice, uh-huh. I wouldn't come back to this. This one. would be the one thing that I would only have one. Mm-hmm. I like. I, I like. We're not talking about this movie. No, no, no. I'm just no, talking no. about the yeah, ratings. The rating. I like. I like your system. I like your system. I'm going to start reviewing movies on Amazon that way. I'm going to. I don't ever do this, but I'm going to go in and write. If I was stuck in a time loop, here's how many times I would watch this. It's movie. a fucking great scoring system. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would never watch this movie again, even if I was stuck in a time loop and had seen everything else twice. Twice. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know right there. But yeah, sometimes I think yeah. that's the case of stuff is coming up as a, as a recommendation or it's just popping up as like a new release and you're home. We're in a pandemic. We're stuck. And people are like, okay, I'll try this. And then they don't like it. And they take the time to go rate it without maybe thinking like, well, maybe I wasn't the target audience for this anyway. So to say a movie is bad when in reality it's that you just didn't get it. Oh yeah. Or you were never going to enjoy that genre. I don't see the point in review. I mean, that's like telling someone like, oh, don't eat at that Mexican restaurant. It's terrible. And you're like, really? Like, well, I mean, I hate all Mexican food, but that place is terrible. It's like, well, no, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. I can't eat spicy things. Well, then, okay. then you can't tell me if it's good or not. <laughs> exactly. Which, by the way, I love Mexican food. Let me just say that for the record. It's so good. I had nachos for lunch. It was amazing. But it gave me a little bit of food coma, and I kind of mm. slept a little bit during mm. the day when I should have been working. Yeah. Oh, my boss isn't listening, but it was great. We did. Good. You don't know what day this yeah. is. This is a Saturday. Sure. We recorded on Saturdays. We ate I the, also took a nap. Recording on Saturdays. Yeah. We had Taco Tuesday last night. I mean, <clears throat> last Tuesday. Oh, shit. <laughs> but shit. we did tacos here. It was dope. It's unraveling like mm-hmm. the taquitos that I had. Well, I mean, it's always Taco Tuesday here. It's just over and over Damn. and over. Time loop, baby. Ooh. That'd be a good day to get stuck in a time. On Taco Tuesday? Yeah. Maybe Margarita Monday. Nope, Taco Tuesday. I could have a margarita with my tacos. This is true. I can't get cheap tacos on a Monday. I gotta wait till Tuesday. Ooh, what about Wings Wednesday? Hmm. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just realized. I was talking about, like, what if you didn't have any money on when you woke up? And then so every day you woke up and you still didn't have any money. But there's a flip side to that coin. You wake up. And you've got Del Taco coupons in your app. <laughs> and then you go use them. And when you wake up, they're back. Hell yeah. Oh. It's the kind of day I'm talking about. Oh my God. I think I might have one of those days next week <laughs> when I text you and go, hey, I know you're not going to use that coupon. Send me the code. And then Absolutely. I'm going to go on Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, you've joked about money, but I thought that was a funny scene in the movie where they're when they're giving the money away. Yeah, they're just like putting money in random places and stuff. Because they realize like, unless you can spend it all before the end of the day, you don't need it. You can give it away and have it back tomorrow. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. And, 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 and like, I still had that moment of going, wait, what are you doing? And then I had to think about it. Go, oh, right. <laughs> that's right. They'll have it all back tomorrow. 
Oh yeah, when she puts like a couple hundred bucks on like a on top of some toilet paper, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But you know, some part of them had to be probably Mark. He's putting the money out, and some part of them had to be like, well, I hope today isn't the last day. Like, I do want to get out of this, but yeah. don't be tomorrow. Don't wake up in, in tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. like we we do want this one more time. <laughs> well, that's the crazy thought, right? If you didn't know, if you were trapped in a time loop, but you didn't know when the time loop was going to end. Well, also, if you were trying to find a way out, you've probably tried everything. Like, okay, this is clearly magic. There's something I need to do. He, I guarantee he probably had a day where he gave away all his belongings. Like, maybe that's the solution. Sure. If you're doing this thousands and thousands of times, you're going to try every possible solution. And I give my money away. I learn something, and I get to wake up tomorrow. Oh, that didn't work. Okay, I guess I get to keep my money. Uh, what yeah. else? <laughs> or I didn't give my money away one? to the right people, so right, now I'm going right, to go right. try it somewhere else. Yeah, I would just be, I think at some point I might be, maybe in the beginning, I might be a little paralyzed with fear of like, what if mm-hmm. I do something wrong? Mm-hmm. Someone dies and then mm-hmm. time loop ends or I die and the time loop ends. Or... Well, yeah, because the question you don't know is, in the beginning at least, is everything's going to start over tomorrow, but am I going to be exactly the same? Like if I injure myself, what if I, you know, I lose a hand because I was being reckless. Yep. Do I wake up with my hand tomorrow or, you know? You know, and then you have to explain. <laughs> to, to yeah, how'd you, you lose know? your hand randomly? And, or, you know, you just, you don't know. Because you, you, all you know is that you're not starting over. So your brain isn't starting over, but is the rest of your body going to recover? Are you going to age? Are you going to slowly but surely get older, even though it's the same day? Like, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. To think there, like, you know, what if I, what if I hurt myself? What if I burn myself? What mm-hmm. if I break a leg? Like, are you going to wake up the next day, your legs all fucked up and you're bleeding out? Like, it's just creepy to think. Like giving away all your stuff one day just to see if that's the trick. I bet there was a dark side of that too, of probably injured himself in small ways to see if it would heal the next day, just to know, like, should I, Oh yeah. how careful do I need to be? You got to um, at least burn yourself or something, right? Just to see. When you said burn, that's what made me think of it. Like burn your arm just a little or something just it's next day to see is it sore when i wake up yeah you don't have to go straight to chop off a hand <laughs> yeah exactly i mean the more practical side might be like you accidentally stubbed your toe one day and it didn't hurt the next day so you're like aha <laughs> yeah you still would never know what would happen if you died unless unless you accidentally died and woke up but you 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 know i think it's it would still be too risky to exactly say I, i'm invincible because you didn't see them doing a lot of stupid stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't remember them ever touching on it. Like, how many times have you died? He got to that point where he jumped off the roof, but he timed it. Yes. That that's the exactly closest what I was they came. That's the closest he they came. He jumped off as like a sense of flying, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he boom, woke up in his, in his bed, bed. right? Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, in other time, I mean, obviously, Edge of Tomorrow, boom, that's all a movie about him dying and resetting. Right. You know, Groundhog's Day, he kills himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 20 times on screen. Same thing with Palm Springs. It's they specifically talk about it and go through the process and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's and there's another uh, there's another movie out right now on I think it's also Amazon uh, with uh, what's his name? Grillo. Yeah. Frank Grillo. It's called Boss Level. OK. Very. Uh, I remember watching the trailer and it's very um, Edge of Tomorrow-esque. Gotcha. He. He becomes a better fighter and he's like a mercenary or something like that. And then all of a sudden he's, you know, it's one of those things where he's like firing before even looking kind of deal. He knows where everyone's at in a room so he can kill everybody in a heartbeat. And it's like, mm-hmm, damn, how many mm-hmm. times that take, how many yeah. deaths did that take to get to there? That's what I really liked about this movie is they don't deal with that. Anything in regards to like, in regards to that, like oh, I, I made it through the, you know, through the maze. Cause I 
fought the Minotaur ten times and died or something. Right, right? It's right, like right. I've just been walking around my small town, peeping on people, yeah, <laughs> seeing what's going on, playing pranks, going having fun. Like, how long did it take him to build that like space landing set and everything? Like, how do you how do you do that in one day? He did. Yeah, I, I thought that the exact same thing when he showed it. I was like, okay. He built this all today, which it was possible. It's just, you know, he got up and that's the only thing he did that day. Or he might have had a couple practice runs of like, what's it going to take to convince these students to help? Like, how many how many iterations did it take till he went, okay, this is the day that I'm going to go show it to her? I was going to say, how many practice runs? <laughs> Especially when she's like, what is it, like 4.30 every day she, she leaves? She leaves, exactly. So he has go. a very small window. Yeah. It's a... Uh... It's intense, man. Like, what happens if you wake up late on that day? Like, what right, happens right. if the day that you start the loop, you started at 12 and then your night ends at 830? Yeah. Like, damn, that sucks. Who's on a more than half the day? Yeah. I just thought it was a great way of handling a time loop without touching on things that most time loop movies do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or addressing them in a completely different way. Yeah. The, the dark side of it. I mean, you had the dark side of it in that she was experiencing her worst day. Yes. But we didn't have to watch them die over and over again. Like for the yes. viewer, until you get to the point that she's, you see where she goes at that point. It's it's an upbeat movie. It's It's him trying to make the best of it and being stuck doing the same thing over and over again. But all the little things that he would do throughout the day were just entertaining. Yep. And you realize that if you were watching it from her point of view, you would have to see her go see her mom over and over and over. And that's, you know, that would be a seriously depressing movie. So the gut punch comes at the end, not throughout. And and that's why I enjoyed the fact that they just avoided the whole like, oh, let's just let's uh, kill ourselves and see what happens. Or, you know, it just I I love the the way that he realized she was in it, too, just because she kind of walked through his daily routine. And it made me realize They've probably crossed paths before, but it would it would have to be in a thing where he always knew exactly what was going to happen to be able to go. That's not supposed to happen because they could have very yeah. easily crossed paths and not noticed each other if they were doing something for the first time, right? Yeah, it had to be in, in, in that perfect situation where he was getting ready to go grab the ball. I loved and I loved the way they showed all the scenes of all the times it didn't work. <laughs> oh yeah, when he was trying to get the ball. Before, when uh, the girl gets hit <laughs> all the different Boom, ways it's, bounces right it, off her head. And yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is completely, the he touches her before the ball comes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. It was really well done. I mean, not only was the story great, just the, the way it was filmed, everything about it. I just felt it was really, really well done. And then time loop or no time loop. I would watch this movie again. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm stuck in a time loop. Today <laughs> would be a shitty day to be stuck in a time loop. So I'm good with not being, Oh, we'd have to record this podcast over and over. Maybe that's why I sound so exhausted. I'm like, Tim doesn't realize it, but I've told him what I think about this movie (laughs) every day for the last 10 years. I sit down at night and I'm like, this movie again. Well, then will you go watch (laughs) Russian Doll already? Jesus Christ. I can't. (laughs) Because even if I go watch it, I can never tell you about it because by then you'll reset. But you didn't tell me today. I still haven't watched it. There's no point. We're not going to be able to review it. I only watch things we're going to review. So every morning I wake (laughs) up at the exact same time. I watch the map of tiny perfect things. And then at night we sit down and we talk about it. (laughs) You don't have it. You don't have it memorized by now. Oh, I've got it memorized. I have made a map of the map of tiny perfect things. Every day I get up and I draw the map. He drew. Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Don't start that shit. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) 
I love that when the when the the loop finally broke, it rained. Mm-hmm. And I was like, to me, that was like, okay, it's washing away mm-hmm. the past. Like yeah, it's that was a new, cool. fresh start. So many good things about this movie. And you know what the best part? The best part. So I know I started off being, I was trying to be the weird, creepy guy. But I'm like, I only watch this because of the hot blonde. <laughs> but I had to look her up because I knew, I knew her from somewhere. I've seen her before, but I didn't look her up. So Catherine Newton, she was in... Well, I did the Amazon thing where I tapped the screen and their names came up, mm-hmm. but then I didn't want to break from the movie, so I didn't tap like on the names to see where where any of these people were from. But the name sounded familiar, so now go ahead, blow my mind. Where I'm gonna go <gasps> from that thing? I've seen that, or I'll be like, I don't know who you're talking. No, about. you'll definitely know. Have you seen okay. Blockers? Mm, no, that's not what I thought you'd see. Her, but you should go watch that. That's a fucking hilarious okay. movie. All right, put it on the list. Uh, but Detective Pikachu. That's where I think you would knew it from. I, it turns out I have seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, she's in a new movie also that came out at the end of the year called Freaky, with um, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. I I want to see it, but it's one of those ones that because the we talked about this on an earlier podcast, like I have a real trouble paying nineteen ninety nine for a rental, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and she, it's only been available on rental, and I think it's been like nineteen ninety nine the whole time. There's a couple movies out right now that are on uh, like Amazon that are available for rent mm-hmm. that are like four ninety nine, and I'm like I will do that in a heartbeat. They look that good. Four ninety nine means nothing. I'll watch totally. them in a heartbeat. I still nineteen ninety nine. I'm like oh goddamn, I still can't do it. Um, she, she's cast in a Marvel movie. Then she is if in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Yep, she she's, replaced the actress that played the grown up daughter. Yeah, right. she's gonna be playing Cassie Lang. Yep. She's awesome. She was also in. I, I remembered her primarily from Supernatural. She was one of the. Okay, I never saw that. Sh- I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but I never got into the show, so I wouldn't have known her from that. But I have seen Detective Pikachu once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, because I only saw, I only saw it once. To be just, I'll be perfectly honest with you. You can hate me. Well, I saw it like once or twice, twice in the in theater, the theater yeah. and then <laughs> seventeen times. It's playing right now in the background. I can see it on your screen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I really loved, uh, when I opened up her profile and I was looking at it, I'm reading over what she's done stuff. I'm like, okay, I knew her from that. I knew her from that. I looked at her her birthday. It's her birthday. You share a birthday. She was born in 97. I wanted to make sure I wasn't being creepy, oh. first off. So, <laughs> but her birthday is my birthday. I knew it. We are destined to be together. Or you were twins separated at birth. 10 years apart. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> exactly 10 years apart. <laughs> I just thought that was cool. I was like, oh, shit. That's funny. So now every year you can go, and you know who I share a birthday with? Mm-hmm. And people are like, no, who? Have you seen Detective Pikachu? <laughs> people are going to be like, your cousin? I'm like, yes, but that's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Cassie Lang. Oh, she went to, she went to U. Oh, she postponed USC. Damn. Who tells USC hold on? Are you? Hold on, USC. I got a yawn. Who who yawns right into the mic? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us tonight. Drop us a line on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. Doing it for the gram, Patrick. Doing it for the gram. At Radio Free Podcasting Network. Network. 
That's the gram. That's where you can hit us up. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we should review next. On behalf of that guy, Patrick Bonfrisco. That's me. And myself, Tim Beasley. That's you. Thank you for listening to Hollywood of Mine. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. Thanks very much. Welcome to Hollywood and Vine news, news reviews and occasional reviews of all about movies we're seeing and a few, and a few that aren't. He's I'm Tim, Tim Beasley. Beasley and I'm Patrick and I'm stuck in a time loop. And tonight we're actually going to be reviewing a movie again for me for the millionth time. And this is the part where I pretend that we're going to review Paddington 2. Uh, and then I say that the movie that I watched this week. Well, hopefully you watched this other movie at least the week before. Jesus. Yeah, I watched this movie too. The, the map, map of, of tiny, tiny perfect, perfect things. things. I was gonna say it's 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 a time it's, it's a, time a time travel, travel movie, movie. So if you need to go, go back, back in time, time then come, come back, back now. now. Did I Did watch, you watch it? it? Yes, I watched it. Just right now. Over and over again and again and again and again and again. And every time I have to come record this podcast with you and listen to you say the words, "wuzzle wuzzle." wuzzle? wuzzle?